What is going on, everybody? I hope you're all having a great day today. This is Alex from the Fresh Fantasy Podcast, and this is the 23rd episode of the season. And today, we have week four waiver wire, the best pickups that you can make, the guys that you want to pick up on your team, the guys that are going to help make an impact in the future and maybe help lead your team to a title. You really never know, but every week, you got to be looking on the waiver wire, always making moves, finding the best guys that can help your team, because I guarantee you that every single week, there's someone out there that can help your team. You just have to find and identify who, and I'm here to help you find those people. So first of all, breaking news in the NFL, as of just an hour ago, the Titans have had three players and five personnel test positive for COVID after their Sunday's game against the Vikings, and their facilities are closed almost for the week. Um, so as of right now, we don't know if the, the Titans will be able to play this week. Um, just because of the COVID thing, the Vikings have also shut down their facilities but haven't had a positive test, so we're not not really sure yet, but there's definitely um, COVID going around a little bit, at least with the Titans, so we don't know if the Titans will play this week or what that'll look like, but definitely something to monitor from a fantasy perspective. Um, and unfortunately, this week wasn't like last week, but there were there were a few injuries that are, that are not so great that happened this week. We'll start with the the least of it and then get to the first of it um, or the <laughs> the biggest one um, first of all Michael Pittman is expected to be out for a while um, he went down with an injury later in the game in the Jets game this week and they said Pittman will be likely back week eight so you can probably drop Pittman from your team if you have him on the team um, again it's going to be at least four or five weeks, so probably not someone that you're going to be dying to have. Zach Pascal will probably be his replacement, could be a waiver add in a good matchup. Um, next of all, Chris Godwin went down with a hamstring injury late in the fourth quarter against the Broncos on Sunday. Um, he came up very gimpy. He was able to walk off under his own power, but according to um, beat reporters today that Chris Godwin could actually miss multiple games with a hamstring injury. Um, it's also worth noting that he also had a hamstring injury at the end of last year that cost him the same. I'm not sure if it's the same hamstring injury, but last year having a hamstring injury and then early in this one getting one, um, definitely not good. So when he does come back, I would probably look to trade him because guys with those kind of injuries are never guys that I want to I wanna try to invest in more. I'd probably try to ship them away because hamstrings seem to really act up and seems like half the NFL has had a hamstring injury this year. Um, next, um, Chris Carson. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the play, but look it up on Twitter. Um, super dirty play where Chris Carson was tackled and was kind of laying on the ground, and the Cowboys player grabbed his leg and, and kept rolling with it. So as you can imagine, he's laying down, and he's the guy is twisting his leg 365 degrees around. Um, not very good for his leg. And he actually came off the field, and it looked like a very serious injury, but he was able to walk off. And we got the best news possible, and then it's just a grade one knee sprain, which means that he could be out anywhere from like one to two weeks. So it's something to note that this week coming up is week four. And if he's going to miss one to two weeks, week six is their bye week. So I would not be surprised at all if they don't play him this week or next week and then just kind of keep him out to the bye so they can get him fully healthy as he's a guy who struggled with injuries a little bit and they're doing really well right now so I don't think it'll be the worst thing in the world especially when they're playing the Dolphins this week um, to sit Carson out so 
I definitely would not be surprised, but they also said Chris Carson does have a chance to play. So something to keep an eye on, but I will get into the waiver wire pickup for that later on. Um, perhaps the biggest injury news this um, of the week is Tariq Cohen went down with a torn ACL. Super unfortunate injury for the Bears. Nick Foles also took over from Mitchell Trubisky in the fourth quarter and led the Bears to a great comeback once again against two. Drumroll, please. The Falcons. Falcons blowing another lead. Not surprising to anybody, but Nick Foles looked pretty good. He threw an interception in the end zone. That was a questionable call late in the fourth quarter, but it still ended up coming all the way back from down 16 to throw a touchdown to Anthony Miller with just under a couple minutes remaining. So, Sarik Cohen, ACL, what does that mean? That means that Cordell Patterson might get a couple more carries in backfield, but what that mostly means is that David Montgomery stock up big time because that means that Tariq Cohen, who's been playing 30 or 40% of the snaps, almost all of that is going to go to David Montgomery, and he is going to become a true third-down workhorse. And he had a couple targets. He had three targets when Foles was in for about a quarter and a half, so that's definitely important as well to note. So look to pick up Montgomery if you can if you can buy low on him because he has he's had one good week in the first three weeks, so definitely someone I would buy if you can, if you can nab him for a solid price. Um, but let's get into it. The week four waiver wire. So my number one waiver wire pick, if he's still available in your league, is actually Miles Gaskin. Um, surprisingly to everybody, I think, um, he's the clear-cut starter for the Dolphins. I mean, I'd say just pick him up. He had 27 touches on Thursday night for a total of 95 yards, but led the team in snap percentage among running backs by a ton. Um, it's a bad offense, but if he's going to continue to rack up a good amount of touches, if Breda and Howard continue to be extremely inefficient... He could still end up being like a pretty close to a three-down workhorse um, for the rest of the season. And anytime you can get that, even on a bad team in fantasy, I'm always chasing after that, no matter what. Just because, again, you're not asking Miles Gaskin to go out there. You're not picking him up to get you 20 points a week and be Christian McCaffrey Jr. No, you're just picking him up to say, hey, I, I need a running back. And can you just get um, like, can you just get 10 points for me? That's not too much to ask, and I think that he's someone that can definitely do that. Also, breaking news, just got this on my phone, that Thursday night, Jeff Driscoll will not be starting for the Broncos. They expect Brett Ripien, yeah, who's that exactly, to start at their QB, who is their third stringer. Expect Blake Bortles or Driscoll to back up. But my number two waiver wire pick of the week is actually Justin Jefferson. Breakout of the week. After playing behind Busy Johnson, um, the first two weeks, he finally got the most snaps, and he led all Vikings receivers against the Titans with nine targets, seven catches, and 175 receiving yards to go along with one touchdown. Jefferson's been playing behind Busy Johnson, like I said, for the first two weeks, but this is his first time grading, gracing the starting role, and he played and he showed out. So he's definitely someone I would look to pick up at the top of my waiver wire if you needed a wide receiver. Um, He's playing the Texans who, in week four, who have been crushed by opposing wide receivers. Grab Jefferson if he's out there. He could be a big pickup for you. Um, my number three pick of the week is actually Brandon Ayuk. Um, in his rookie debut for a very injury-riddled 49ers team, he caught five passes for 70 yards and had three carries for 31 yards and a touchdown in week three. Um, Debo Samuel's still out, but and he might come back, but again, the 49ers are very banged up. Uh, Jordan Reed's now out six to eight weeks with a sprained ACL, MCL, MCL. 
Um, and George Kittle is probably due back soon. But again, they have injuries to Mostert, Tevin Coleman. Um, I think that Brandon Ayuk, with how he played in his, I mean, over 100 yards total in his rookie debut, I think they're going to keep going to him, and he could be a top option for their passing attack moving forward if they keep this up. My number four pick of the week is actually Joe Burrow. He's owned in about 70% of leagues, so he probably he might not be available in your week in your league, but he's had 17, 24, and 20 fantasy points so far in his first three first three career games. Five touchdowns to one interception so far, and he's averaged for about 20 yards rushing a week, which is a solid floor. I'd say pick this guy up if he's on your waiver wire. Could be a great backup option moving forward. Um, my number five pick is actually Rex Burkhead. Um, you might be saying, why Rex Burkhead? Well, if you watch the Patriots-Raiders game, you'd probably agree with me to a point. Um, Rex Burkhead had 16 touches for a total of 98 yards and three touchdowns against the Raiders yesterday. Not many Patriots running backs have shown so much so far, and Burkhead could be the guy who runs away with the job if he continues the performances like this, and he's led the backfield in snaps the last two weeks. So definitely someone that you could pick up for a flyer on the waiver wire. Um, another wide receiver, number six, Alan Lazard, the, Liz- the Lizard King. Um, with Devontae Adams out against the Saints defense playing Marshawn Lattimore, I was not expecting too much from Lazard this week, even as the number one option, but he caught six of eight targets for 146 yards and a touchdown against the Saints. I mean, I think he could run away with the number two job with Aaron Rodgers if he keeps this up. And I would definitely look to play him against the Falcons this week, who just got destroyed by the Bears wide receivers, especially if Devontae Adams misses another game. But honestly, with how he played, I would play him against the Falcons, period, and look for him to have a pretty big game. Because the Falcons, I think, have the worst or second worst pass pass defense against wide receivers in the NFL to the Seahawks. Um, So yeah, definitely fire up Alan Lazard if he's around this week. Um, My number seven pick of the week it's actually Adrian Peterson. You're like, what? Well, why, why are you saying Adrian Peterson? Well, he actually outcarried DeAndre Swift and on Johnson 22-3 um, this week. And he ran for 75 yards and had a 10-yard reception. So I would say grab him if you need a desperation play at running back. He's not a guy you want to rely on. But again, if you just need a few points just to grind out some yards, he's probably the guy. He's actually averaged... Of 70 rushing yards a game so far over three games which actually puts him on pace for 1100 yards yes that is over 1100 yards for the year is that going to keep up i don't know because he is still two younger guys but for what it's worth adrian peterson has looked okay so far so i would definitely look to pick him up if you need a desperation play at running back my number eight pick of the week maybe could have been earlier but i think that chris carson will be back before you know it and that's carlos hyde um I mean, obviously Carson's knee sprain, he could miss week four, week five, but I think at at max Carson misses two games because of the bye week. So, but again, if Hyde doesn't play against the Dolphins, I mean, mean, if Carson doesn't play, I would definitely look to get Hyde against the Dolphins. I mean, the Dolphins are a pretty, pretty soft matchup and any running back in this Seahawks offense when Russ has been cooking to an unreal level. I mean, I would definitely be all in on trying to get a starting Seahawks running back if I can. So Carlos Hyde would definitely be the pickup for me. So again, I'd pick him up on the waiver wire. Um, I think that it's they're going to be cautious with Chris Carson, so I think he's more likely not to play this week, especially against the Dolphins of all teams. So, I mean, we'll see. But I think that Hyde is definitely worth a 
a waiver wire pickup, especially if you need to fill in at running back with bye weeks coming up or or just you need someone that can, can get you a couple points in there and it could have a solid week. And Hyde would definitely be that guy if Carson misses time. And number nine waiver pickup of the week is Alshon Jeffrey. Um, he could actually return in week four. And I think he could make a big impact for one reason. That's the injuries. Um, Jalen Rager, Deshaun Jackson, and Dallas Goddard have all missed time due to injuries so far. And Rager and Dallas Goddard are expected to miss some some time, like a, like m- multiple weeks, probably three plus for each. They said Rager is probably six to eight somehow with a thumb, torn thumb ligament. And all we know is that uh, Dallas Goddard's ankle isn't fractured, but he is expected to miss some some time for sure. So I'd say, I don't know, I'm not a doctor, but again, it is a multi-week injury. So if Jeffrey's coming in and playing, who's a solid wide receiver on his own, he could definitely make some plays. So look out for that. Look for Jeffrey to pick up if you need a desperation wide receiver play if you play in a deeper league. But in most like 10 or 12 team leagues, I don't know if you'd need Jeffrey on your team, but if you're a Jeffrey fan or you like the fact that there's a lot of injuries and that'll that could help open it up for him, um, I'd definitely consider picking him up. So my last waiver wire pickup of the week is actually Jeff Wilson um, for the 49ers. You'd be like, well, well, what about Jarek McKinnon last week? Well, McKinnon was great last week. He was he had a good game. But you know who else had a good game? Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson had 69 total yards and two touchdowns on 15 touches, which is only two touches less than McKinnon in week, in week three. So it was a very split backfield and what is a very, very productive rushing offense for the 49ers. doesn't matter who is there. It seems like whoever's in the backfield seems to produce always. So... I mean, Wilson could definitely be worth a flex play in a good matchup. And it's also worth noting that McKinnon has a rib contusion. Um, doesn't seem like he's supposed to miss time, but I think it's something something that you definitely have to look out for. But again, if the 49ers get a good matchup, then I would definitely consider, definitely consider playing Wilson this week, um, especially if you need, again, a desperation play at, at running back. And again, we don't really know if Mostert or or Tevin Coleman's going to be ready within the next week or two. So definitely look to look to grab Wilson. But honestly, I'm thankful that this week wasn't as bad for injuries. There's always going to be injuries. But besides Tariq Cohen, it doesn't seem like any there were any really big season-ending injuries on the offensive side of the ball, which I'm very thankful to see, especially after the week two crap show that we had to watch and go through all those terrible injuries. And again, I hope all those guys recover well and we'll – We'll see what happens, but again, these are the best 10 guys, I think, that are worthy of waiver wire pickups this week. There might be other guys out there that you might say, okay, well, let me pick up this guy, like someone like Hunter Renfro had a solid game against New England, and Ruggs and Brian Edwards haven't been that great so far. So Hunter Renfro could be a guy that's out there that you could say, oh, well, I think this guy could be good. Or Greg Ward. Again, I said Alshon Jeffrey, but what about Greg Ward? Greg Ward had 70 yards and a touchdown, who was solid in the last couple weeks last year, and he's getting an opportunity and producing. So there's always other guys out there. Um, these are the 10 guys I had on my list. But again, you guys know it in fantasy. There's always other guys you can pick up. Just be smart with your picks and look at who could best help you in the future and whatever you need to help your team become the most successful. So with that said, if you enjoyed, please leave a review. You already know what to do. And I hope you all have a great rest of your day.